Welcome to CYC Podcast, Discussions on Child and Youth Care, episode number 142. I'm Wolfgang Basham. This week is the 10th and final in our uploads from Education Day, prior to the 20th Canadian National CYC Conference held in Vancouver, British Columbia this past May. Salvatore will be back next month in his usual second Wednesday of the month time slot. Today's presentation is from Sabrin Hassan and it is titled CYC Education, a Black Experience. Sabrina is a recent graduate from Ryerson University's Bachelor's in Child and Youth Care. I trust you will find what she has to say as important as I did. So as you guys may notice, I don't have a PowerPoint. I did my own CYC math. I was like, if M equals X over Y, that would mean that I have 10 minutes and I'm probably one of the 13 people. So. I just took away that 10 slide thing. Um, yeah, CYC math. It is a thing. Um, so my presentation is on my experience as a black person. So it's pretty obvious I'm black. Um, it's who I am. First, Canadian, first generation Canadian, self-identified African Canadian female. Um, it's imperative to understand that like being African refers to anyone who identifies as indigenous to sub-Saharan Africa. Um, and we're not just African, like it's, being black is homogenous. We are very diverse. You need to consider in, um, intersectionalities when you consider black people and experiencing things that we overcome and barriers that we experience and even attempting to understand what black means. Um, why I'm presenting on this. Um, it actually started on my thesis. <laughs> Stephanie Griffin was my instructor. <laughs> um, but yeah, so my thesis was based on how systemic racism affects the academic achievements and well-being of African-Canadian youth. And it wasn't until I took a special topics course where I was like, wait a sec, I'm African-Canadian. I was an African-Canadian youth. I've experienced these things. I had like an aha moment. Um, so. Here we go. Um, there's a lot of institutional and systemic racism in education. Education is based on Eurocentric ideology. It's, there's school administrators that participate in this. There's differential treatment. Even though we don't like to admit these things, I think schools also harbor like hostile environments. I know because I've experienced it. There's a lot of societal stereotypes. Um, there's I feel a push for sports in school. If you're black, it's like, play basketball, you know? Do these things, dance, do these things. There's not much push on academic achievement. Um, I know because I've experienced it. Um, so the impacts, sorry, I'm like nervous. <laughs> I'm like shivering. Um, but yeah, some of the impacts are low academic achievement, um, academic streaming. So what that looks like is you're streamed into locally developed. So what that means is the idea of post-secondary school is completely out of the window, unless you're thinking trades or like college, but university, it's not gonna happen for you. Oppression, feeling excluded, feeling like this curriculum systemically excludes you because it does. We, we don't really learn our history. And if we are learning our history, we're not learning it from people who look like us. Criminalization, 
thank you to the um, Safe Schools Act because that's exactly what it did and continues to do in Ontario. Um, education. So education is to promote personal growth, um, social development, employment stability. But like I said in Ontario, it promotes Eurocentric ideology, social capital, and it's very politically driven. Um, there's a lack of like cultural and um, culturally relevant pedagogy um, and appropriate role models within education. In CYC, because this is why we're here, um, so in CYC, I would love to say that it's different, but I feel like a lot of the learnings in CYC are based on Eurocentric ideology. You know, relational work is great, but I think that it's missing that cultural aspect. It's missing critical race theory. It's missing anti-oppressive frameworks. It's missing anti-black, anti-native work. Um, I think that like black people were so dynamic, both ethnic ethnically and cultural culturally, and I think it's key to engage us differently. So I'm not saying that relational work is bad, because I think it's great. I think there's things missing. There's things missing, and I think it's like the next, things that are missing is language. Language, like using terms like cultural competence. Like I think we need to step away from that. It's, those of you that know me know that I despise that word. Um, I think that when you, label yourself as culturally competent, you take away space from people who are in that culture. Um, and it's just, it's, it's, it, it just, it, it's not nice. Like it takes away from us, it takes away from our experience. It, it kind of like minimizes our culture. It's like, okay, you know what? I can open up a book and be competent in your culture. Um, when working with black communities as CYCs, I think it's important for us to sit back and listen. Um, Jaspreet mentioned it, you need to be a listener when you're dealing or working with communities that are racialized. Um, so rather than saying that we're culturally competent, let's move to we respect culture, we're culturally, hum cultural humility, let's talk about stuff like that. Um, rather than leading the conversations, because it does remind us of like a legacy of colony or colonization. And I would just like for people to stop saying that racism doesn't exist, because it does. Systemic barriers exist, culture of power is real, privilege is real, whiteness is real, all of these things are real. So stop saying it because it only further marginalizes us. Um, microaggressions. So the amount of times I've been told that I've only made it here for a quota, like you guys, or for diversity purposes. It's, I hear it all the time. But no, merit. I make it in life. I do well based on merit. I work freaking hard. Um, and recognize that. Like, um, and saying something racist or oppressive doesn't make it less racist or oppressive by saying, my best friend's black. It doesn't change it. It's what you said is racist. Um, lastly, because I see time is running up, I would just like to say, because like I said, I do like relational work, but I feel like in order to truly meet someone where you're, where they're at, I think you need to recognize and understand where you're at, recognize and understand and acknowledge your power, your privilege, and then the discrepancies, because they're there. And that's it. <laughs>
This concludes this month's episode of CYC Podcast. Tune in next time for more discussions on child and youth care. Subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher. Visit us on our website at cycpodcast.org. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash cycpodcast. 